Welcome to College Prep Confidential, empowering your student with the elite tools they need to get accepted to their dream university. Discover test-taking blueprints from Ivy League professionals, financial aid secrets to get more money for school, and mindset tips for a better college future. Now, please welcome your host, Don Sevsik. Welcome to Episode 6 of the College Prep Confidential Podcast. I'm Don Sevsik, your host, and let's jump right into today's episode titled... Alien Invasions and Electrical Insulators Reveal Clues to Better College Test Scores. The other day, I finished, probably for the third time now, watching a movie called Edge of Tomorrow. If you've not seen it, here's the brief summary, as well as a clue to better test scores inside the movie. Earth gets invaded by an alien horde. An American military officer, Major Bill Cage, played by Tom Cruise, who, by the way, has never fought one day in combat, gets dropped into a mission where the humans have to storm the beach and fight off a swarm of aliens called Mimics. Cage, along with other soldiers, gets dropped on the beach from a plane. During the battle, Cage squares up with a blue-colored alpha mimic. During the battle, Cage kills the creature, but not before its acidic blood rains right down on his face, killing him in the process. Because of the way the mimics are made, this alpha's blood gives Cage the ability to loop, a.k.a. reset the time by one day. Now, in the movie, after this happens, the screen goes dark for a moment, and the audience thinks Cage is dead. Suddenly, Cage wakes up again, starting his day off exactly where it started yesterday. Tom Cruise starts the day again and gets assigned to fight in the exact same battle as yesterday. Ah, but here's the fun part. This time... He remembers everything that happened the day before. He's got a playback tape in his head of the events that will happen up to the point where he died the day before. And if the aliens get him again, he gets to rewind the day again. So in the movie, on his first few days when he relives the day each day, he gets a bit farther on the beach in the battle each time. And with each day restarting, he has a mental map of how to get a little bit farther up the beach. In summary, his battlefield knowledge grows with each rewind of the day. And watching this movie, it got me thinking. Cruz's character never fought in combat before the first day on the beach. However, each day he inches his way towards becoming a combat legend. It reminded me of a similar situation in a book I read last year, which I'll reveal in a moment. And what I'm about to tell you is the key to improving college exam scores. Now stay with me because it has to do with repetition and deep practice. And this process I'm about to reveal to you is the key behind better college prep scores. You see, talent is grown or repeated as in Tom Cruise rewinding the day in Edge of Tomorrow. 
Tom Cruise learns through his mistakes. And there's a great book on repetition and deep practice, which relates to the edge of tomorrow, learn by mistake approach. And this book is called The Talent Code. Greatness is not born, it's grown. Now imagine your brain and your nervous system has a talent meter for a certain skill. When you start a new skill, your meter starts off at zero. But as you work on deep practice for any skill, each mistake you make, your talent meter inches up slightly. Deep practice and repetition help your meter to climb upwards with each deep practice session. And as the meter climbs upwards, your skill level increases. Just like an Edge of Tomorrow, Tom Cruise learns as he makes mistakes each day. Each time he's vanquished by an alien, he gets to restart the day, but he learns everything he did in the previous days. Now I'm thinking of the old German proverb, you will become clever through your mistakes. Talent Code author Daniel Coyle explores hotbeds of talent in his book. And hotbeds include Brazilian soccer players or the Meadowmount School of Music, for example. And the result of this book is focused practice. What you're really doing is groping and inching your way to a skill and ultimately mastery. You see, each time you practice the skill, you start off a bit better than before, provided, of course, that you practice correctly. Now, in the book, Coyle gives the example of the hotbed of Brazilian soccer players. Upon further research, Coyle discovered many of the Brazilian soccer players start off as kids and teenagers, and they play a game called futsal. Futsal promotes creativity in players to win games. Because the court is so small and the ball is heavier, you put yourself in high-pressure situations. You have to be able to manipulate the ball to your advantage with confidence. And it works like this. Futsal goes into soccer. More than soccer goes into futsal. Now, the other advantage that Daniel Coyle discovered with futsal is the touches. In soccer, a touch is when the soccer player gets the ball. If they get the ball on average six more times with futsal because the court is smaller, the players get to make more decisions and more learning chances. For instance, a younger futsal player may get the ball taken from them right away on the first 20 touches. They're learning. It's a smaller court. They're not used to the game. But let's say on the 21st touch, they start learning to adapt. Now, in a futsal match, they're going to learn this much faster than a soccer match since they get more touches. Like Tom Cruise in The Edge of Tomorrow where he relives the day and each day he conquers the aliens and moves up a bit farther on the beach, closer and closer to victory. You can repeat and relive practice, but each time you slowly, if even a tiny bit of gain, inch your way towards talent. And this is how you master college prep exams. And we're going to use Coyle's three keys in the book to growing talent. The first, as we mentioned, is deep practice. Now think about golf. If you go out and play 18 holes, this is as far from deep practice as you're going to get. Why? Because deep practice is all about fixing mistakes. 
You could do that on the driving range or the putting green, but not on the course. Not easily, anyway. Think about it. How much time does the average golfer spend playing versus practicing? 5 to 1? 10 to 1? Or any other sport or skill for that matter? The concept of deep practice is not about practicing for countless hours each day. Instead, most of the talent hotbeds profiled in Coyle's book had pupils training less than three hours per day. But the three hours of practice at these hotbeds has exponentially greater yield than regular practice. Deep practice is about struggling to get better. And here's how it works. When we have to grapple with a weakness in our game, we can get to a point of breakthrough. Experts practice differently and more strategically. When they fail, they're not blaming it on luck or themselves, but they have a strategy they can fix. So what exactly is deep practice? Deep practice consists of stopping when an error occurs, practicing that one skill until it is perfected, and then continuing. Students learn by repeating, reassessing, and fixing their skills in the process of learning them with immediate feedback and error correction, similar to how Tom Cruise did in Edge of Tomorrow. Now remember, in the real world, every skill requires nerve fibers that carry an electrical impulse. Think of this as a signal traveling through a circuit. Scientific research in the book shows how deep learning, and only deep learning, causes myelin, a neural insulation in the body, to grow and thicken around axons, and these axons connect the brain's neurons to each other. Now here comes the fun part. Deep practice creates increased myelin, and this makes the electrical signal that passes through the neural network faster, stronger, and longer-lasting. The result is quicker thinking and better retention. The thicker the myelin, the faster and more accurate we become at the skill we're trying to build. Deep practice uses two methods. The first is a process that the book highlights at the Meadow Mount Music School. Now, I mentioned them earlier. The students take a pair of scissors and they cut each measure of their music sheet into horizontal strips. They take those strips and they stuff them into envelopes. And then they pull out a strip in random order. And when the students pull out the strip, they have to play that particular section of music. Pulling out the strips and breaking out the full music score into sections is a tip called chunking. You could use this tip with ACT and SAT math problems, also vocabulary, by the way. You take the whole word, whole word, and then you break it out into chunks. Master the chunks, and then you piece the chunks back together. For math problems, you could do the full problem, and then break it down into each step. For example, this will help you with equations. Ask yourself, what do I need to do first, add or subtract? Once you master that step, next, do you have to multiply or divide? And finally, how do I isolate my variable and solve? When you master the chunks, you can master the entire process. And chunks, by the way, is how 
you master each piece of the skill or each section of the project you're working on. Think of a chocolate chip cookie. The best tasting cookies spread out the chunks of chocolate throughout the cookie. The cookie is comprised of chocolate chunks, and each bite leads up to the overall experience of a full cookie. Now, the second method in the book from Deep Learning comes from going slow to go faster. Now, how does that work? The students in the Meadowmount Music School play the note slowly, and once they master it at a slower speed, they'll speed up. And then once they master it at the next speed, they'll speed up even faster. And when it's time to play the full piece between the chunking and the go slow to go faster strategy, the students have a deeper understanding of the individual notes or the chunks. You master slower speeds, and then you graduate to faster speeds. So in summary, to go fast, you got to go slow first. Now, Coyle talks about another principle in the book which drives the mastery of these students. It's called ignition. When we watch a friend or a colleague or someone we know get better at a skill and start moving up in the world, we all wonder, how did he or she do that? What switch was flipped in their brain? And when we see it happen to someone just like us, it gives us a sense, too, that we could acquire that particular talent or skill. And that could be a tennis swing, remodeling a home, a sports skill, or mastering college prep exams. Now, going back to the edge of tomorrow, as Tom Cruise's character Bill Cage relives the day, you start to see his confidence build. And remember, at the beginning of the movie, he never fought 10 seconds in a battle. And as he grows and as he relives the day and gets stronger and faster and smarter, he transforms from being passive on the battlefield to running through aliens without fear. And this persistence builds his passion until it builds up in a crescendo in the movie when Cage says, we could win this war. It's at this moment Cage breaks out of his old limitations because he sees that it can be done. Notice the meaning, by the way, of his name, Cage. Each day, he's got to break out of his old cage, his old mode, and get better fighting the aliens. And it works the same in college prep exams. Instead of saying, I want to do well on the ACT, you say, I'm going to score a 27 on the ACT, and I'll keep doing practice exams and deep practice until I consistently score a 27. And when you've seen your colleagues or other students be able to do this, it drives you further. The ignition provides fuel to the passion and the fire behind your talent increases. Now, the third piece of the, of the talent code equation, and tying this back to the Tom Cruise movie, is a principle called Master Coaching. Now, it doesn't mean you need some expensive, elite, impossible-to-access famous coach. Instead, you need a coach that has experience, passion, and a knack for connecting with their students, with the people he's training. And I'll tell you, by the way, at the end of this episode, how to get a master coach for college prep. But first, in Edge of Tomorrow, Tom Cruise's master coach was Rita. In the middle of the movie, Rita tells Tom Cruise's character, Bill Cage, she too used to have the rewind power to reset the day. 
And she was the inspiration for the war because they put Rita's picture on the sides of buses and in the literature to inspire the soldiers to fight harder. And during that time, when Rita had the rewind power, she learned how to beat the aliens. So Rita acts as Tom Cruise's master coach character. During the movie, when Bill Cage relieves the day, relives the day, he stops off to visit Rita and go into her training simulator to fight the aliens. Now he starts off poorly, but over time he gets a little bit better, and then a little bit better, and then a little bit better, until he masters the training simulation. And this mastery gives him the confidence to go out and fight the aliens. By using deep practice from the talent code book, we get to rewind like Tom Cruise did in Edge of Tomorrow. Instead of rewinding the day, we are rewinding our practice attempts. And each attempt, provided we're practicing correctly, positions our nerves with the knowledge of all prior practice sessions. Continued deep practice builds the myelin sheath, reinforcing good behavior and practice, making us better than the last time. And this, just like Tom Cruise rewinding the day in Edge of Tomorrow, strengthens the electrical connection pathway via myelin. And this is the key to mastering test scores for college prep. Now you do this by breaking concepts into chunks. As we said, practice each chunk slowly first, then a little bit faster until you master it at each speed level. And then when you're, when you're ready, you piece the entire skill back together. Now, in earlier episodes, I talk about the best exam takers and how they work smarter. And so what I want to do for you is give you a chance to take the chunking principle and the deep practice that you've learned in this episode and use it for college prep exams. So what I've done is put together a platform for you. Now, I call this the ACT and SAT Mastery Toolkit. Notice the keyword mastery. The mastery comes from a group of Ivy League testing experts who contributed to the platform. I got these people in a room. They're the best test takers in the world. And I asked them, how do you do what you do? And part of what they do involves the principles of deep learning. And so these principles, I call this download an Ivy Leaguer's brain. And for podcast listeners, I've got an exclusive link just for you. You could get started by diving into this platform for $1. Now, the ACT and SAT Mastery Toolkit exclusive link for you is at exam.cpcshow.com. Once again, that's exam.cpcshow.com. You could give this a try for seven days for just $1. And this works out to $0.14 a day to download an Ivy Leaguer's brain By using this platform, students get an average score increase of 3 points on the ACT exam and 150 points on the SAT exam. All of this from the power of deep learning, chunking, and downloading an Ivy Leaguer's brain. Once again, the exclusive podcast link for the $1 7-day try-it-out plan is at exam.cpcshow.com. That's exam. .cpcshow.com. I want to thank you for listening, and I will see you in the next episode. 
That's all for this episode of College Prep Confidential. To discover how to give your student a better future by increasing financial aid, improving test scores, and reducing stress, visit our website at cpcshow.com. That's cpcshow.com. 